if you truly are God and you love God, you're loving God. You are loving that truest, highest self in you. And then you love yourself. So if you're loving God or whatever concept or energy or even if you don't believe in that, it's loving yourself to truly love yourself for every mistake, every action, every reaction, and just loving and understanding this is who I am because of these experiences and that's made me who I am. But then looking and going, if I can love myself and I love my neighbor, if you we had that perspective, that truest sense of love, of not needing to change someone else, but loving them for the human that they are, for the mistakes and the struggles that they have, because those are personal to them. Just like my mistakes and struggles are personal to me. They are my hell that I have to live through. Just like, you know, you have to live through your hell. And hell is, it's all right here. It's inside each and every one of us, just like heaven is, like we talked about earlier. You know, there's that, that no hell is going to be worse than the hell that we put ourselves through. No guilt, no shame, no anger, no hatred deeper than anything we will feel in ourselves for ourselves. You know, so much more resentment, so much more just, just things that you look at and you go, man, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gosh dang, dude, that is so well said. Random long tangent. <laughs> it was a it was a beautiful beautiful tangent unique to this moment right now and thank you thank you so much for sharing. Like I love it. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. You need to love yourself like you things are really so simple. Everything is so simple and like it's, it's as simple as being present in the moment and choosing to see the experience in good and bad and accepting it and loving it for what it is because that's life. You cannot have good things without having bad things. You cannot have dark if you do not have light if everything was subjective to one experience it would not be experienced because there's no contrast and so it is so simple to change all of your problems by just being present and choosing to love choosing to love it for what it is and what it is is it's this complex duality and we need duality to experience things. And if you, if, if, you, if you can't love the bad things about life, you can't love the good things about life. Like you don't need to love bad experiences, but you need to have bad experience. You need to understand that you need to have bad experiences to have good experiences. And to have good experiences, you need to have bad experiences. Like everything is so valuable. Uh, when you're in a bad experience, you have an opportunity to learn. When you're in a good experience, you have an opportunity to learn. When you see a bad experience, you have an opportunity to see the contrast and learn from that. You're like, oh, I see this person is being very rude for no reason to this person. Like, I don't want to be like that. I, I find value when I'm nice to people and I get nice reactions. And so like, if you've, if you've never had a bad interaction with someone, then you don't know how to have a good reaction with someone because you don't see the contrast in things and then things are the same. Like that's what I was always so confused about when I was in church at a young age and like thinking about the concept of heaven. It's like if heaven is good all the time, then 
how is it good? It's just normal. Like when, when, like now we have shoes. Like, so before we had shoes, invented shoes, we were stepping on thorns, twigs, fucking getting stickers in our foot. And we're like, fuck this sucks. And now we have shoes. And, and then at that moment, we're like, this is so much more valuable than not having shoes. I'm so, I, I appreciate this so much. But when you put shoes on every day, you forget that it's something that's valuable because now it's known. Now it's just, it is what it is. And now there's other problems to solve. And so like you need to have, like you need to, to understand that everything that we have we're it's so unique to this moment. And it's so special. The ability that we have shoes, that we have nice clothes, that we can be warm in jackets and be able to be in winter. Like that's so, so valuable. And it's something that we take for granted because now it's just familiar known territory. And like, uh, if we don't take a second to be present and, and be like, I am wearing these clothes. I'm driving this car. I'm in this nice, warm home. We haven't, we, in the past, our ancestors didn't have the ability to afford these luxuries. And we're so, so blessed. Everyone in modern day times, we live better than Kings did 200 years ago like infinitely better. Even people that are very, very poor, the amenities that we have the ability to offer, like we have air conditioning. George Washington did not have air conditioning in his house. He literally had to have a desk and he was pushing on a pedal to move this cloth back and forth to cool himself down. George, we live, we have better technology to keep ourselves cool and, and, and warm much better than the, the, the person that was at the top of the hierarchy in their time. That person was at the top of the hierarchy. He was the president of the United States. Like that is a, that's a, that's a huge, that's, that, that's high up in the hierarchy of the, of, of like the United States. It's crazy. But we have the, we, we, we have cars. We have like, we have electronics. We can disassociate whatever we want. And like, we live like gods compared to how George Washington lived. It's crazy. All the consumerism though, it's, it's ludicrous. And I, I'm terrible at it too, coming from, someone who has so many toys and gadgets and just fun shit because I like to have it. I don't need any of it. I really don't. But we are so addicted to consumerism, man. Oh, man. Well, the Joneses have it. I want that. Oh, did you see what they have? Oh, it does so much better than what I have. And then we want it. And then we need to have it. And so we go to work harder for someone else to earn more money so we can have something we don't don't genuinely even need and you know this is a weird vicious cycle of the haves and haves nots and the feeling to need but I found when I just stop caring about that stop focusing on it I am so much happier yes it, because you're you're choosing to see what's valuable. You're not choosing to see what other people have and try to get that same thing. Because when you're doing that, so if, if your neighbor has a boat and you're like, well, that person values a boat. What what are I don't I don't know where my values lie. So if he values that boat, I maybe I should get a boat to feel value. And when you get that boat, you're not getting it with the intent to be able to be present on the water, to be present in the water, to, to, to be, to, to love being out in water and be absorbed by that environment. That's going to be a lot different sense of satisfaction that you're going to get from that boat because that boat has a completely different meaning. It's not something that you just need to get because someone else has it. It's something that you, that you know, going into it, it, it speaks to a deeper value system. It's, 
it resonates. It's I, I value being on the water and I want to sh- have that experience more in my life versus I have a boat that sits in my in front of my house that I never use because when I purchased that thing, I, I didn't have the intent to value that thing for what it is. And so people have all of these things that, that they just have. They just, they're just consuming and like that those things have no meaning because they haven't questioned what that means to them. They just have it. Well, it's, it's like me. I have a motorcycle and I've ridden that thing so much every day when it's above 50 degrees. I love going out and riding. It is something that connects me and I will tell all of my friends, get a motorcycle, come ride with me. It's not for everyone. They're not going to get the same feeling, the same excitement, that same exhilaration, connection, whatever, as I do. Because it's not their experience. They don't have that same experience I do, and they won't. And some people will have an amazing experience and love it, and that will be their thing. But then there's people who buy them, and then they sit in their garages and they never use them. And I look at it and I'm like, what's wrong with you? You have this amazing bike and you just let it sit there collecting dust. Like, do you hate yourself? Do you hate your bike? Do you hate your family? Why are you doing this? (laughs) Were you beat as a child? Did you need to be beat as a child? I don't know, but whatever it was, it clearly didn't work. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think that I, I think that that just speaks to how passionate you are about being absorbed in the moment of being in a bike, being on a bike, and it's something that has it has value to you, and it's so so important. And so, like, if you don't know, like, people don't understand the value that they have because they don't embody that same frequency of value when thinking about a motorcycle. And so, like, there's there's plenty of people that 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 are just as enthused about being on a motorcycle they embody that same frequency that you just described and they will see people that don't take the opportunity to act on what's valuable and ride that motorcycle they're gonna they're gonna have the same thoughts because they're like this is valuable you should see that like i i want to share value with you because i care about you and like because you have a motorcycle i feel that you deserve to be riding that because i ride a motorcycle and it gives me so such a good sense of satisfaction being present in the moment and like it's sad to me that you're missing out on an opportunity to be present in a Zen state uh, because you just don't see the value. And, and, and like, I feel bad because I care about you as a human because we all care about people. And like, we want that person if they have the tools. If you have those tools, if you care about that, you would want to see other people also care about that. It's, it's so important. Oh yeah, to see to to know that experience that I have and that feeling, that exhilaration, that connected, that excitement, that to know that other people can have that feeling and to see them missing out or being on a motorcycle and in the moment totally unpresent and losing that entire experience. You look at it and you go, "Man, that is sad. You are missing so much. You're missing an opportunity to learn." And like you were describing uh, riding a motorcycle, the way that you ride a motorcycle is going to be way different than the way I ride a motorcycle. And it's not just the physical way, but also the mental approach. So say you're in a house that your parents had really bad anxiety and they were very afraid that you were going to get hurt all the time. 
And then the other person, person two, has the experience of their, their parents really encouraged them to try new things. They were always like encouraging them to get up off the bike and to just continue pushing forward. Uh, that person's psychological approach to riding a motorcycle is going to be completely different. And that person's going to learn things about that motorcycle in a completely different way than you're going, than, than the person that was raised by parents with anxiety and having, has anxiety themselves is going to, they're going to learn to push past that fear of anxiety on that bike. And they're going to learn different things about themselves. Uh, and you're going to learn different things about yourself when you're on a bike. And so like, it, it, it's like, you're so sad that people are missing out on opportunity to learn something about themselves. And like, when you engage with the unknown, you get to learn things about yourself. And so like, you need to be present to learn. And so like, you, you, people are just missing out on opportunities constantly. You probably missed out on opportunity right this second. Anyone who's listening to this, by not being present to a certain things, you missed out on an opportunity. And like, they just understand that you don't need to have FOMO. You don't need to have the fear of missing out, but you do need to understand that everything around you, you can look at, observe and learn something from it. And like, if you choose not to do that, you miss out on the experience of life. And, and that's just so sad. It really is though. But I mean, we look at how many, everyone nowadays, even in driving, I see how many people who are losing the experience of even driving because they were on their phone the entire time. They are so focused in stress and frustration of all the other drivers on the road that they lose sense of the feeling of a car. They lose sense of the the sound of the motor, the feeling of the, the gas pedal. Like They lose sense of the, the surroundings around them. And, you know, how many people don't notice even buildings or changes in their everyday areas because they're so not there they're so focused on their own subjective experience they're so concerned about identifying with the thoughts that are inside their head versus seeing those thoughts is something that's just a happening just like when you're driving a car you're observing a happening with all the cars around you on the road uh, you, you are, you, your body is, is the mind at that point because you're just reflexing and being reactive and so now you uh, get absorbed in your own thought patterns and unless you really focus on what's happening in the moment, you're not going to see the value in that. Like shit is just on autopilot. When people drive cars, they just do it automatically with no, no thought involved. But at any moment, you can change the, that thought and try to be present with the moment and it completely changes your experience of driving. Like you, you, you're now present and you're not thinking about all those other things. And like, that's valuable just being present in the moment. Like it completely changes your perception of a car ride, especially behind the wheel of several thousand pounds of metal. Yeah. It makes a big difference. How many less accidents? (laughs) I mean, I, I will be the first to admit this here little thing that dangles from my rear view mirror that says, let that shit go. That's for all the terrible drivers on the road because 99% of the people that I see drive me nuts. Like how, how little attention they pay. The fact that such basic common principles or courtesy or logic in the flow of traffic, it, it just boggles my mind. And so I watch it and I go, I don't know where you learned to drive. I don't know who taught you to drive. And then I get frustrated because they're a terrible driver in my eyes. And I just need to let that shit go. (laughs) Well said. And like, how mindful of you to like know that you're not going to be in a headspace that uh, all the time. And you have a reminder to, to, of, of 
acting on a deeper value set and, and letting that go. And I think that people just don't like people don't know what they don't know. They, 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 they can't comprehend how to do things if they don't see any, any other thing. And I think that where we're at, people are not very good drivers. They're not very cognizant. And, and it, and like people just see that behavior and they do the same things. Like they, they're just, they're just doing what they see. And I think that they don't know what they don't know. But when I was living in a different state, when, when, when there was a police car or a fire, uh, fire truck or an ambulance going down the street, everyone pulled off to the side of the road. People were merging correctly. And it gave me an opportunity to be like, holy shit, this is the way you drive. I'm learning things. Like, let me do this same shit too. Like, but like I'm learning to drive again. Like I, so I think that most people, uh, just don't know what they don't know. And I think if they were given opportunities to see how to do something correctly and participated in that and felt like when you stop at a traffic light and you do it safely, you're, you're providing an environment to keep everyone safe around that traffic light. You're, you're doing your job as a human. You're not, you're being, you're being present. You're not allowing accidents to happen and you need to be eternally present so that you, you don't have those things happen. Like that's, it's so, so important. And like, people don't understand that it's just a reflection like driving on the road is a reflection of a human psyche when people are not allowing people to merge and get in they're not being present with what that other person's experiencing they're driving in their car through a monocular lens their own subjective experience and you you need to be on the road and have a binocular lens you need to see what that person's doing and you need you need to match their speed just like you match someone's energy in a conversation like it's 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 a as above so below and it's crazy that you can observe these same cycles even just as simple as driving on the road if you if you choose to to be present with what that means well, it's like a flow or a cheetah anything, you know. You there is and can be a flow to traffic, even to merging. It's I watch roundabouts and if you've ever gone to Europe, you've seen a different understanding of roundabouts. There is a flow. They have six lanes across and people are going just fine. We have one roundabout with one entry point at three points, and people's minds are blown, not sure what's going on or what to do. Do you know what's insane is that's a reflection of a value set. When we live in America, we think about everything has to do with me. Like my bills are written in my name. My, where, where I live, I'm tailored to that address. Like what I'm doing is tailored to my identity and I just need to look out for myself. I need to participate in this, in this society. Um, and I, I like it's, it's, it's a winner take all. It's a dog eat dog world here. And like, because of that, it's crazy that we observe us having shitty traffic. Whereas in Europe, where they have different ideas of being, like even in Canada, they probably drive different because in Canada, they have a value set of like, we're going to take care of people's needs in, sim- in certain situations. Like everyone deserves healthcare. Like that's a thing. Like, let's be kind to that. Like everyone. And then, and when, and when people think outside of themselves, you start to see cooperation through multiple aspects of, of experience on the road, your environment, like Europe recycles way more than we do. Like in certain areas specifically, they're hardcore about it. And like, because people are mindful of what other things experience, it creates symbiosis over linear time, hardcore, because you can't 
affect change if you don't know how other people experience that or other living organisms experience that. If you're constantly just throwing food scraps away in your trash can and you know that that goes to a landfill and that that 30% of all waste, those nutrients aren't going to be redistributed into soil. Like when you know that, when you, when you start to know, well, what does this soil, how does, how is this soil affected if I, if I, if with my actions, because if you're just concerned about your actions, you can tr- like you you can completely destroy that soil's environment, and and you don't know it, and it creates a dead zone where you can't even farm there. And so, like, you need to be aware of how other things experience reality for there to be abundant stuff in your life. You need to treat the soil with care. You need to you need to redistribute re- the nutrients, um, and that's going to change like that experience for you and the soil for. for in the best way possible over linear time. I agree. It's beautifully said. Thanks, man. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs>